LAS. The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. Join us for Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest, a game where teams of adventurers navigate through a classic choose-your-path-to-adventure story with the goal of winning prizes from locally-owned businesses in the Cedar Rapids-Iowa City Corridor. Each episode is fun, new, and exciting. Listen to the story and then see if you would make the same decisions as our teams. Will our teams travel to the tops of the Himalayas as they search for the exclusive Yeti? Will they dive to the bottom of the ocean to search for the lost city of Atlantis? Or will they travel through space and time as they explore distant planets and discover new forms of life? Which team will be your favorite? Will they enter the glorious hallways of the Adventurers Hall of Fame by winning the season championship? Choose Your Own Adventure Team Quest is produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network right here in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more information, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. New episodes release every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For bonus episodes of this show, ad-free versions of all LAS podcasts, and many other exclusive benefits, consider subscribing to LAS Plus for just $10 a month. To learn more and to get started, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com slash plus. So come and join us for an adventure. And always remember, the choice is yours. L-A-S. Hey everyone, Alan here. We are so excited to share this next leg of our journey with you. Welcome to the first of, I think, two episodes of the epilogue of Season 1. If you want to keep up with all things Miria, um, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, at Myths of Miria. And if you enjoy the show, consider sharing it with your friends. Or if you have time, reviewing us on Apple Podcasts is a great way to show your support. If you want to show us even more support, head on over to LASPodcastNetwork.com and sign up for LAS Plus, which comes with a whole mess of bonus content, ad-free episodes, and bunnies. So, yeah. You got those bonus episodes, hop, too, hop. which are wonderful. Hop to it. Um, seriously. Wow. We are really close to the end here. Thank you so much for spending all this time with us. If you've listened to the whole season, uh, we cannot express to you how much we appreciate you. This has been something that we've been dreaming of for a long time um the fact that we complete one whole season that we can package it all up and have it for ourselves is such an immense immense accomplishment so thank you all for being on this ride with us you're so fantastic and without any further ado welcome to miria In whatever way you have them, you all have dreams or meditative visions of the past few days. Learning kindness, understanding motive, learning what it means to protect those that you care about, and learning what it means to protect those you do not. All of this culminating into a blur of activity, 
and ending in a fight with Arsenio Guard. You ended last night successfully, if not with wear and tear. You are battered, bruised, and at the loss of a company of a metallic friend. However, Caius, in the hours after the events that transpired, sent you home, absolving you of responsibility to represent yourself in any court of law. It was understood from witness testimony that you were only doing what was necessary. Sad, but necessary. For those that use them, your beds are battlegrounds of sheets as your body is unable to come to grips with the fact that the fight is over. Maybe your body's right. Maybe it's wrong. In either case, you wake up in the morning unassailed by anything but the midday light that shines through your windows. It seems as though your rest from your rather eventful night has shepherded you through to the highest sun of the next day. It's calm, the birds are singing outside, and the city is quiet. Shadow, you hear a knocking at the front door, soft and small. As you approach, you hear giggling, and what do you do? I, uh, I approach the door, and I look out kind of the window just to see who it might be. Yeah, you see absolutely nothing. You, look, you look around, and there's <laughs> no one there. You, can, you, like, you try and angle your head, but you can't see anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I grab the latch, unlatch it, and open it just a little bit. Yeah. Um, hello? As you open the door, you see Mimi wearing an apron, carrying a clay bowl capped with a lid. As she looks up at you with a toothy grin... All at once, you hear a cacophonous surprise as a gaggle of children pop out from behind the doorframe, each one of them holding more pots and dishes of different foodstuffs in their arms. Some of them seem very ready to topple over with the amount of things that they're carrying. Mimi looks towards you and she says, We've come for Harvest Tide. We know that you missed it yesterday, so we thought we would just have our very own Harvest Tide all together today. Amazing. Thank thank you. Um, And then I'd open the door a little bit more. Yes. And uh, just, I'd kneel down and have my arms just open, waiting to like either take in whatever they've brought, yes. or a hug for Mimi. Yeah, Mimi will set hers down, come over, and hug you very swiftly. Um, she says, Caius and Orion will be here too. We wanted all of them to spend time with you today, and especially after what happened yesterday, we think we could all deserve a little bit of friend time. Yes. Mimi walks in, hugging you, and all of her children just start to rush by you, <laughs> running into the house. She <laughs> says, kids, go place all the food in the kitchen. Mr. Shadow will tell you where to put it. And she stands up and grabs her stuff, and she says, we should probably make sure that they're not too rambunctious. Probably. <laughs> and I'd shut the door behind nice. her and help her in. All right. Uh, her. Hmm? Val. You wake up to the sound of many small pattering feet uh, (laughs) slamming around the house. And as you step outside your rooms, you see a bunch, a gaggle of small (laughs) goblin children running around your house. They are running up and down the hallway next to all of your rooms, just having an absolutely, like, joyous time. Val, eyes go wide as he sees the children, just goes... (sighs) Turns around, closes the door, and goes back into bed for another hour. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Local teenager just woke up. (laughs) 
Uh, I bust into Val's room and I'm like, you're not going to bed, it's playtime. And I grab your arm and start pulling you up. <laughs> let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Fine, I'm up, fine. Come on. <laughs> he gets up begrudgingly. She, she pushes you out of the room and bops you on the nose and says, Val Ross is it, and runs away. <laughs> oh no. I, oh no. <laughs> All uh, of the kids start running away from you, Balrog. I, actually, this is nice. I could, I, this is fine. <laughs> I could be it. He, he, like, whenever one of them starts to get close, he reaches out to tag them. Yes. But not, like, actually trying. <laughs> yeah. Just, like, back up. Back up. <laughs> Don't get near me. <laughs> All of them are, like, oddly playfully terrified of being good, near good, you. Good, good, good. <laughs> Over the next few hours, Caius arrives. Um, you know, Arno, Arno and Greya join in the festivities, obviously, and they all start assisting in impromptu harvest tide preparations. How is Arno looking? Arno looks beat up, but mm -hmm. like his horn is still broken off, so he's kind of like figuring that out. Um, he looks a little um, kind of like he looks maybe moderately. I want I want to say like emotionally drained, mm -hmm. right? Um, he also, you know, is a little sluggish in movement, but I think that he, um, this music is like a little too ag aggressively upbeat for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a happy time! Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to be happy, but then all of a sudden it's just like, how's Arna doing? He's fucking sad. Like, yeah. <laughs> like he just got beat to shit. It wouldn't be the holidays without it, though. Yeah, you're right. Like, so his horn is still broken. He looks a little bit like slow moving. Uh, he is definitely helping out, but sometimes it feels like he's like maybe going through the motions a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Uh, Val looks at Greya mm -hmm. and kind of cocks an eyebrow at her, just trying to get a read off of. She reaches into the side of her um, her kind of like blazer jacket and mm -hmm. she pulls out two cards and she shows them to you and she puts them back inside. Ooh. He nods. I, um, her coordinates a game of hide and go seek and designates Arno as the seeker. <laughs> Whether or not he's ready for it, yeah. he's the seeker <laughs> now. You just count really loudly. One, two, <laughs> up to ten yeah. to when he's supposed to start seeking. He doesn't move. And then you step out and you just start pushing him around <laughs> to go seek people. It is oh, yeah. unacceptable for him to not be seeking right <laughs> Absolutely. Now. Yes. Against the rules. Uh, eventually, after maybe another hour or so, her, uh, you hear a knocking at the door. This time, uh, it's strong, but the sec uh, second few knocks come timidly after the first. I bust the door open. Okay. I say, hello! <laughs> Standing there at the door is Orion. Uh, nervous and fancily clad in dress attire. It looks as though he is Ooh. actually wearing a glamour weave blouse, sparkling lightly with purple and purples, oranges, and yellows. He definitely took the time to work on his appearance before this, and his hands clasped, are clasped gently behind his back. Orion says to you, Hello there. Um, I, uh... About yesterday. Um, no one deserved that. Um, I'm sorry for what happened, and um, I'm trying to do better. Um, I don't have any, I don't have many friends, so I'm trying to learn how to be more of a friend to people. Um, I thought I'd stop by, um, if you have me. Um, it's not a problem, if not, um, I understand. I've always been, you know, I, I guess I, I haven't always been the kindest, um, 
but I brought penance for my presence. And he pulls out a dish in front of him. It seems to be some sort of corn-based dish with many greens and mushrooms mixed in. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, um, it's, uh, it's called mantranti um, by my people. And it's a dish only ceremoniously eaten at celebrations of life and friendship. Um, I spent long growing these specific ingredients in my personal garden. Um, either way, um, that's yours. And he hands the mantranti to you. You are, of course, always welcome. Guys, we got the alt outfit for Orion. Nice. <laughs> unlocked. You unlocked, unlocked the ultimate outfit. Uh, she says, you are, of course, welcome. We can talk more about yesterday. I in didn't a little invite bit. you. I know, but it's just Did like you get here? making sure you're I'm, all still I'm all yelling right. from the table. I'm, I'm making sure you're all still all right with it, though. I'm making sure, because, you know. Shut up. You well, big long, come would, inside. Uh, come inside. He steps inside. Where's our boss? Why is our boss not here? Still can't tell you. He's not. They're not invited. <laughs> I would swoop in and uh, just nod to him and th- thank you, and uh, just nod and grab the dish from him, and I'll go put this where we're going to be eating. He looks at you, Shadow, and he goes, "I'm not really sure what you eat, so um, I brought this." He just like brings out a handkerchief of metal scraps. <laughs> And um, he's like, I'm so sorry. I didn't know what to get, but I was trying really hard, I promise. Uh, I'd uh, wrap my hand over his and just, I, I appreciate your concern and consideration. I, uh, yes, thank you. And uh, I'd nod and I'd take that in my hand and then take the dish in the other and just kind of weigh both of them in my yeah. hands and then go off into like the, the long table dining room. Yeah. You set down the dish of mantranti, and you also set down the pieces of metal on the table. <laughs> you just look at all the kids, and you just like give them the eye, like, do not eat that. <laughs> Mine. <laughs> With all this done and all the guests here, you are free to enjoy Harvest Tide however you wish. I have a couple different scenarios for you all, um, and I will roll some dice whenever we're feeling like we want to go through and do a specific scenario, but I have five of them for you that we will do across this day. Um, But other than that, I want you all to take and go with it as you please. Let's roll. Let's play some D&D. Nice. Sweet. What do you all do? Orion's playing hide-and-go-seek now. He has no no choice. Running around. He's actually taken his shoes off, his his snow boots, and you can see that he's now just like running around barefoot inside of the house trying to seek for kids. As he sees them, he grabs them, and he does, like, he'll poke them and then immediately sprint away down the hallway. This long (laughs) and lanky man just enjoying himself completely. He'll never find me. I'm too good at hiding. (laughs) Uh, Wait, hold on. Oh, yes, roll stealth check. A 13. Oh, it's, it's yeah. a stealth check. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, you gotta Ooh, add that I don't stealth. know. I don't know. He's got high wisdom. Oh, no. That perception be good. 15. Uh-oh. He got a 17. No! Oh, Dang. sorry. Uh, <laughs> you, 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 like, find yourself, like, underneath your bed. You're like, ah, oh, I got this. Mm-hmm. And he immediately throws open your door. He gets down on the ground in a prone, uh, like, laying on the ground situation. And he just says... You can't, you can't hide from me. I'm the best seeker in this entire house. <laughs> she says, shut up, and puts her mage hand over his eyes and says, you can't see me at all. He just starts swatting away at his face. <laughs> she, like, like goblin crawls out from underneath <laughs> the like, bed and runs away. Hop over him into the, into the living room. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Wonderful. 
Uh, I think Val is right now just sitting at the table, feet up, obviously. Wonderful. Um, Are you wearing shoes? Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> just kind of Good. watching all of this yeah. in a quizzical, like, huh, Yeah. kind of kind of stance. Yeah. Um, just taking it in, trying to make something of it. Yeah, everybody's very much enjoying themselves. The kids are running around. Mimi has a smile <laughs> on her face. For just a few moments in this kind of day, you really don't think about everything that's happened in the last six, right? And all of today kind of allows you some space to think about what's happened and sometimes to wash it all away, right? There's, there's a mixture of both, but you can actively find yourself thinking about portions of the day where your mind has not been seated on the events of the past few days, mm. which is a brand new experience. <laughs> I would um, be helping Mimi uh, if there's like things that she can't reach or grab, mm-hmm. I'd be uh, helping her with that just because I feel like Shadow has this sense of like being indebted to her because of the sure. product of circumstance. Yeah. Um, and so he would just be helping her around, making light of everything, yeah. trying to at least, and just helping her at least cook or. Has Shadow tried. ever cooked before? I know, I, I know that he probably hasn't for a while. Yeah. But does Shadow like cooking? Um, if he had to cook anything, it was because he had to yeah. in the past. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think Warforged really, or they really eat. Right. Um. Well, you cook metal scraps. That, yeah. 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 <laughs> I just, you eat molten metal. Just, you ah, drink yeah. lava. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, but I think that there would be some <laughs> latent memory. Of sure. cooking from before, probably simple things. Yeah, oddly, um, you find yourself helping her out every now and then, just simply assisting in certain places uh, that you didn't really think that you were going to today. But it's a nice experience. It's a nice kind of feeling of almost nostalgia and um, reminiscence of uh, time gone by. Um, looking up at at some point, just uh, looking over at her, I. I want to thank you. I know that you didn't necessarily have to come here, and I I know that my presence and what I bring may be off-putting, um, but I wanted to make sure that you're okay because of what happened. I, I'm sorry. She looks up at you, and she sets down this knife and fork that she was using to slice up some different vegetables, um, and she turns to you and she wipes her hands on her apron, and she clasps her hands in front of you and she says, You know, I've had a lot of people who haven't treated me very well in my life, and I can see that it wasn't you. I know that it wasn't your fault you can sometimes be in the wrong place at the wrong time. And some people would really put you down for that, but I'm not here to do that. I'm here to make sure that you know that yesterday, you saved me, and I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. We've got enough to thank each other about, okay? This is us coming together as friends. There's no cost here. There's no... um. There's no need for being indebted. We're just here making each other feel better. Sometimes, sometimes it just makes us feel good to make others feel good. 
Yeah. I can... I'm starting to see that now. It's not always easy to start seeing. Especially through a new set of eyes. I think you're doing great. I'd, uh, use my hand. I'd, like, wipe it from whatever I was, like, fixing. And yeah. Wipe it on, like, a towel or apron and just pat her head and just... Thank you, Mimi. Of course. All right, let's get back to yeah, this. Of course. And uh, she continues on preparing whatever dish she was preparing. Can I just... I think at some point, her is, like, now sort of conducting the kids yes <laughs> and they are like huddled in a room together talking very seriously about something and if you yeah. listen close enough they're talking about what play they should put on oh i oh, see boy. and they've unanimously decided that <laughs> orion whatever he is is going to play the big bad guy Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that tracks. He's yeah. He's tall and. Spooky. I've roped Orion into this. He's not getting out of it. He's kind of sitting there, like I don't want to be the bad guy. <laughs> I don't want to be the bad guy. Well, do you want to be the girl that falls in love with the guy? I mean, yes, sure. Then I'll be the bad guy. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, Val, at some point, is going to pull Orion aside. He wants to have a little, a little chat. Sure. Yeah. Um, you at one moment, at one moment, pull Orion aside, and you know what, actually. I have a a uh, specific scenario for you. Oh! oh. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pause that music for you, and then I will I will unlock the secret com uh, the Woo! secret dialogue. Secret Easter dialogue unlocked. unlocked. Nice. Uh, Alex, I need you to put the 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 like hey, natural song. twenty sound whenever we say unlocked during <laughs> this episode. <laughs> All right. I see you shrugging. All right. You pull Orion aside. He has been practicing. He he looks at you and he says, "Val, I'm trying to practice my lines." Oh, um, yes, of course. I'm I'm sorry. Uh, I just had a couple things I, I wanted to talk to you about in private. If you want to take a step outside with me, really quick. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, I am bummed Nefreya and the boss aren't here. I've already said that, but I just want to reiterate. Um, I just had a question after everything that you had kind of told us about being a farmer or wanting to be. Why the Vero? Um, right. Actually, that's a f um, interesting story. Um, do you remember I told you that um, the person that I was near, that kind of ruled the military, made me not be a farmer? Mm-hmm. Um, we have this thing uh, where I'm from um, where... Our people are connected to a tree, right? And if the tree dies, we die, right? Mm -hmm. What that means is, um, you know, over time, as the tree is deteriorating, our people are potentially going to die, right? Mm -hmm. So some people are sent out to try and find other magical ways to stay alive for our people, right? Mm -hmm. That was what she sent me to do, whether I wanted to or not. Did you find something? I was so viscerally upset that I found a way only for myself to get away from all of them, hmm. to get away from that entire society. I found the Varro, and they were able to sustain me magically. It, However drained my ability to 
utilize magic ever. I used to be a, a skilled caster, actually. Um, but now I can't use magic anymore. It's a part of my deal. So if the Vero falls apart, you die? Are you connected to that magic? Yes. Until I find another patron. Val visibly just goes, fuck! <laughs> um, that's kind of the, the difficulty of the situation. So, truth time. Uh, I, I never would have told you this before, but you did kind of save my friends, and I appreciate that. Uh, so thank you for that. Of course. And I, I really want to say quickly, um, I am sorry for sending Bautelier towards you. Yeah, that's and what I was going to say. I, I've regretted it ever since I don't like showing it. Yeah. Um, after seeing all of that, it's, it's hard not to like you. <laughs> Val sheepishly kind of looks away and uh, sits on the porch, says, uh, oh, I was going to kill you. <laughs> you were going to die. He, uh, he laughs. You didn't know when. Uh, yeah, I had never actually forgiven you for that. Um, I I have now. I'm I'm glad. I really am. I I promise with all of my heart. I actually am sorry. And and I I believe you. And meant what I said before about it not really being you, it kind of being the organization. Right. I mean, um, I understand. Yeah. Um. But I'm I'm sorry you lost all of your stuff. That's bad. And people. That's a bad racket. Right. I agree. Um, it's been difficult over the years trying to learn how to, after being so bitter, after mm -hmm. a while, um, learning how to be a little less so. Uh, what happened to your people? Do you know? I don't know. I haven't tried to get in contact with them. Hmm. Well, um, let's see. I said thank you for helping us. Um, I told you I was going to kill you, and I'm not going to kill you anymore. Uh, I think that covers all the bases. Okay. <laughs> um, should um, we go back inside and party? Yes, of course. Um, I would like it very much, actually. Um, would you be my plus one to see me at my new play that's debuting today? <laughs> I would love it if you would come in and observe me. Val bows gr uh, gracefully and as if, in a way he hasn't done in a very long time, yeah. but as, as very practiced. Um, and says, I would be delighted. And <laughs> walks inside with Orion. Yeah, Orion holds the door open for you. Um, a huge <laughs> smile on his face uh, as you both go inside. That was so cute. <laughs> Stop it. That's too cute. Too much. I've been thinking about what this play is going to be about. I gotta, gotta, gotta get my. Well, apparently there's a, a woman who falls in love with someone. Yeah. And a and, big bad guy. And a big bad guy. I'm the big bad guy. Yes. It's me. Her, big scary bad guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. As at ease as I think Shadow wants to be with this entire situation yeah. and looking around and seeing everybody very happy, not to be a downer, but oh, yeah. at the same time in the back of his head, what's constantly running is yeah. like, when is that man or woman or whatever that was on the rooftop, If is that going to show up and yeah. make a fireball or is yeah. uh, the other guy gonna show oh, yeah. up at any point and so he's constantly looking out windows just to be and it's in the clear back of his mind for the listeners who is the other guy uh vintner yeah okay um big bad boss that, man those were not left uh those situations were not left very well received there's some tension 
yeah. for you the entire time. You look down, you have these moments with Mimi, with Val, with Orion, with her, uh, everybody, and it's this this entire time you find yourself dropping your shoulders consciously mm-hmm. like you're actively trying to relax them mm-hmm. because you can feel that they're constantly like in this almost like upward battle kind of ready stance mm-hmm. all the time like when i was helping mimi like make things if i was like chopping vegetables yeah. i'd like l- be staring outside and like chopping a little too far and then like yep. hitting like my fingers yeah. but it's since it's harder metal. Yeah. It'd probably be like, shink, shink, shink. And it, oh. Uh, <clears throat> yep. <laughs> you have to recorrect. Yeah. Yes. So um, I, I feel like at one point um, I'd excuse myself and like walk around the perimeter. Yeah. And just like look like I'm taking a stroll, but yeah. just like looking around just to see if there's anything. Yes. Um, Wonderful. Yeah. Um, roll me a perception check. Okay. Um I do let's say I'm gonna pull from the black. Okay, that is eh, perception. Eleven. Eleven? You look around and as you are kind of scouring the area trying to discern if there is someone watching or anything like that, um you don't see anyone around you. Um the day is quiet save for the one house in the Vero quarter that is now vibrant with life. Mm-hmm. You don't find too much to be worried about. Um, your brain might not agree with that, mm-hmm. you know, but your eyes might tell a different story. And eventually you kind of convince yourself to go back inside. The mm-hmm. waves of anxiety uh, get ridden up and down until you walk outside, take another break, and come back inside. I'd, uh, after that, just to relax his nerves, um, walk up to Val. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something I've been meaning to show you for quite some time. And uh, I feel like now it's, it's now maybe better than ever. Um, this is a, it's a game that I was shown. Um, Val's eyes go, get real big real quick. <laughs> and he sits and starts rubbing his hands and like and I, clears a spot on the table. <laughs> oh and is like, God. all right, games, let's go. I reach into my pouch and I pull out what I think would be kind of like this small... Leather. It looks like probably a, a deck of cards. Yeah. But like wrapped probably in like a leather pouch. Oh yeah. And unclasp the top. And uh, I hand over the well, light. Not yet. I'd open it up and I'd like fan through the cards, just kind of like reminiscing. And this is a game that someone very dear to me uh, helped teach me. And uh, here. And I'd hand it over um, so you can. Oh, Val takes it. He starts flipping through these cards. You start looking through it, and you see like these different depictions of creatures. Uh, There is like. Uh, a, like a small like dog that looks like it has these three tails that come off the back of it. You see that there is this large owl bear that is on the front of one of them. You see one of them has uh, has this woman that is just standing stoic and strong in the center of it. One of it has just a, a peacekeeper on it. Uh, there are a lot of different really cool designs on here. I'm confused. What is this? How, what? How do you play this? This is a game uh, called Beast Battlers. Um, uh, well, teach me. How do, how do I play? How, how do well, we play, I guess? It- well, then, okay. Um, and then I'd sit down 
with uh, Val at a yep. table in the house and begin to instruct in how to play. Because yes. I only have one of these. And so... Um, yeah, so you kind of like... You kind of basically like jimmy the rules a little bit just mm -hmm. to make it so you can both play you lower the life totals on both sides oh do we need two decks uh usually yes oh. i have what is my small collection from when i when i used to play when i played um yes are there other cards that you don't have at least i i think there i mean there were but I don't know if they make this anymore. Shadow, you have definitely seen that, like, over the course of, like, everywhere that you have been, there are small shops that sell, like, individual Beast Battler cards. So, like, oh, okay. there are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different Beast Battler cards. Oh, boy. Some more powerful than others um, that are just, like, made all over uh, that, that are unique to different places. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, I'm have, intrigued. Have you have you seen this before? Uh, no, not even a little bit. Uh, beast beast battlers. I've never thought to, to look for it. These are cards from, a while ago. Are they valuable? I have never really thought to check. I haven't really shown this to much anybody. So, over the course of the next like thirty minutes. Val, Shadow teaches you how to play Beast Battlers. You set cards down, you fight in the middle, you roll some dice, and then you add the numbers together to see who's stronger, and then one beast destroys the other beast, and then you keep on keeping on until one person loses all of their life, and the other one wins. And it is a very, very cool little game that you, uh, you are taught how to play. Uh, Shadow seems like... There's these moments that you look up and Shadow's just like explaining things in deep detail. He's like, oh, you can do this and you can like add this one from your hand when this one attacks and then you can roll these <laughs> dice to add it on. He is a child in this scenario in a way that you've never seen him before. Uh, Valros makes a mental note then and there. Buy a find and buy a beast battler deck. Okay, <laughs> sounds good. Oh, that's so incredibly good. <laughs> that's so incredibly good. All right, does anybody have anything they'd yes. like to do next, or should I roll? No. You? Okay. We're practicing the play. Yes. And I deliberately made the play so that the big bad guy kidnaps the princess, who yes. is Orion, so yes. we have downtime to talk to each other. <laughs> okay. We just, like, hang out in the back. <laughs> yes. And, like, sort of watch until the hero finally gets to the final yes. boss. Yes. So as we're going, um, her is doing her final line for the scene, and she just says, you'll never get your princess back. You'll never see her again. <laughs> and then uh like grabs Orion's arm and like yanks him. There is <laughs> to a go small there is a small child uh named Mooglin yeah. who was the one that you decided to be the hero yeah. in the in the play and he's just running around with this wooden sword as he chases you throughout the entirety of the living room mm -hmm. and he's like no I'll get you and he's just running around uh chasing you and Orion and he's trying to get Orion back from you the entire time. I was going to say, there are, like, different scenes, so he chases us around, and then eventually we get away to jumpstart the plot. Yes. So we have some downtime to talk. Yes, of course. Mooglin leads a group of other pe of other little goblin peeps. Mooglin's probably, like, the oldest. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. Wonderful. Yes. Should I roll for a scenario? Do you have anything else to do? I wanted to talk to Orion. Okay. <laughs> Which oh, is oh, why oh, I said oh, we have time I to understand. talk. I <laughs> I misunderstood. This is a, a case of uh, me being a big dummy. <laughs> All right. 
What do you say to Orion? <laughs> no, I said that for no reason. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes I'm an idiot. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh-oh. I'm, right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Right. I just say, are you having fun yet? He looks over to you and he says, I don't think I've had this type of fun for a long time. I've never actually like been around the kids before. They are so much fun. This is like, I can finally keep up with people. <laughs> there is a certain wonder to, to the world that you can see through a child's eyes. Yeah, something like that. We talk about poop a lot, though. There's a lot of poop. Yeah. I really don't understand why there's so much poop. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> why? Wait, we're supposed to be whispering. Oh, sorry. I don't get it. Why is there so much poopy? I don't know. I don't know what the fascination is with that. It's fine. It's fine. Ultimately, are you having fun as well? I think so. Um, there's a lot of times where I'm like sitting here thinking, who's going to come and fight us next? Because like literally every day since I've been awake, someone has tried to kill us. Right. Like literally every Right, day. right. Of course. And it's like... S- once again, to... sorry for one of those. That's definitely on me. Yeah, you know what's fun is that I've only been alive for six days, so I can remember everything that happened in immense detail. I'm really sorry. Why would you do that? I didn't know who you were. So? I was told it was a job. But we're still people. I didn't know who you were. I'm just trying to get things done. I mean, I guess, but like, I didn't know who any of Mimi's kids were, but I wouldn't send someone to go kill them if someone told me. Some things... You just do, because that's what needs to be done. I guess. I don't know. I also didn't was... really know about you. I didn't know who you were. Yeah, and I could have been gone. and you. I were... mean, I also didn't think you were there. I thought it was just a vow. Well, we were. Well, I mean, yeah, I, did, I didn't know. I could have been gone the first day I woke up. Could have been. You're not. <sighs> I understand I'm... your plight. It's because I'm... I'm really cool. I see. Yes, you're very cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for stealing me, oh great evil person. You'll welcome. <laughs> You'll never go back to your prince. I don't know, Mooglin's a pretty good fighter. I know, I'm kind of worried. <laughs> I'm really worried, actually. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to find me at some point. Dark depths in a podcast studio located in the heart of Cedar Rapids. There were two nerds sitting in a room, sweating profusely, talking about video games. And they were me, Craig Johnson, and me, Jackson Parker. And we are so excited to welcome you to our brand new video game podcast, Gaming to the Generations. Locally produced and distributed by the LAS Podcast Network, every other Thursday, we'll take one game and deep dive into the past, present, and future of that IP. We'll also play fun mini-games on the show and fight to the death for our very lives! What now? And fight to the death for our very lives! Fight, fight like the, the death, 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 death? Like a like a real... Like a very real... That was actually, that was Logan's one stipulation. It had to be real, visceral, physical death. Huh. Gaming through the generations! New episodes every other Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. To support our show and creators just like us, subscribe to LAS Plus. And for more information on that, visit laspodcastnetwork.com slash plus. Is that it? That's it. I'm getting a nod. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Should we go play Smash? 
I want to go play some Smash. You want to yeah. go play some yeah, Smash? Yeah, let's go play Smash. Let's go play some Smash. <laughs>
take the moments that you get in it, and you just enjoy them, all right? Like, seriously. And he looks at every one of you individually, and he says, you all deserve it. Really, you do. Are you staying, or do you have to go back to work? Oh, no, I'm staying. Oh, dope. Okay, good. Wonderful. We have a seat for his daughter. Yeah, the I'm, table as well. I'm excited to sit next to And you have to watch our play because I'm the big bad evil guy and Ooh. we're I, doing really well. I always knew you had a little bit of mischief in you. <laughs> she like um I don't even know how you would describe this motion. She like does like like she wiggles her fingers hands. Yeah. And then her mage hand comes up in between her two hands and also does wiggly fingers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wonderful. He uh, he laughs off this scenario. He has a lovely time just sitting with you all and relaxing as you have this conversation together. Mm-hmm. Uh, over time, the conversation recedes back, and he goes back to the rest of the party, getting some food um, and starting to uh, assist with creating the rest of it. Can I pull nice. Val and Shadow aside for a hot minute? You're still sitting exactly where you were. No one else is around. Um, they're all in the other room. Okay. She turns to face you guys and just says, Hi. How are we, we, how are we actually doing? <laughs> Val kind of looks taken back and shrugs. Fine, fine, I think. I guess. I look over at Shadow. I'm okay. For now. I'm, the threat has passed, I guess, so that's good. I keep seeing you do this thing with your shoulders where you're like, up, down, up, down. Oh, I just thought that was a nervous tick. <laughs> Is that what that's called? Um, or like may- maybe a little, little r- robotic malfunction. <laughs> Doing a shimmy and a shake. Yeah, checking anything. I uh, I can't help but think that the looming threat of things that were out there or are out there will come and try to ruin this. But I want so badly to just put that out of my mind, and I just can't help it from creeping into my thoughts. Val smiles and puts a hand on your shoulder and says, Dan, it shows up, we slap it, we continue on. I hold on to your arm and I say, I'm not worried about it. Nobody has an invite but the people that we trust, so if they show up, we'll just punch them, and then I'll turn back time and you can punch them again. Plus, who's the big bad evil guy? I mean, who's gonna fuck with that? <laughs> yes, exactly! <laughs> You're all gonna watch the play, right? Of course. Okay, if you yes. see, if you, is, was it Mooglin? Mooglin. Mooglin. If you see Mooglin, skip. Actually, you don't know what the lines are, so never mind. <laughs> if, if, it's, if the story seems out of order, don't say anything. He's trying his best. <laughs> <laughs> I will, will do. Um, yeah. This has actually been really fun, but there were some things that happened yesterday that really sucked. Because I keep seeing visages of you guys saying all these mean things about me. I know it's not necessarily you, but it's hard not to think that it is, because like, I keep hearing both of you say that I'm just a job. You Sometimes it feels like it's true. No. And it sucks. I told you when we were in there that all of the things I said were incorrect and objectively false. Um, but, I mean... Yeah, I didn't know you were there. So I guess in the beginning you were just a job, and then I found you, and I was like, "Oh, you're the person. I'm. You can come with me if you want, because you don't know where else to go." And then we're friends now. I guess. But like, I'm not gonna like sell you. That'd be weird. I and wouldn't let you do that. Unethical, anyways. I think. I'd beat you up. That's also fair. Big bad evil guy. 
Yeah. Scary, scary. Yeah. Don't fuck with me. No, I, I won't. <laughs> I'll steal your Orion. <laughs> but also, like... Please don't steal my Orion. When everything was happening yesterday, it felt like I was alone the whole time. Like, I was in there, and stuff was sort of happening around me, but it felt like I was sort of facing it head on. I wasn't really facing it, but it just felt scary. We all were facing it. I know. It just felt like I didn't have anybody to talk to in the moment. I tried to talk to you at one point, but I think you were kind of going through some stuff that was keeping you isolated. I mean, when you see the only people that you've ever actually cared about in the six days that you've been alive telling you that you're just a job and that they hate you, it's sort of, um, not good. Yeah. And, like, I'm not gonna forget that. And sometimes when my brain doesn't want to shut up, it shows me the people that I care about telling me that I'm just a job to them and that I'm not important and that I couldn't save everybody. And I don't know why, but it does that sometimes. Val puts a hand on your shoulder says, well, here's what I recommend. The next time that happens, take a good look at that Valras's face, because there's no way he's as handsome as mine. And then punch it. And then punch it, because you'll be like, no, that's not the real Valras. He's not, he's not as handsome. He's not handsome enough. But and they were identical. Tell him, you're a big stupid. No, no, no. No, we were not. Don't say that. Don't you ever say that. <laughs> you were li- it was literally nope. stupid. Nope, it was not. I am definitely more handsome. Yeah, of course. Yep. Of course, Varos. Yeah. Just, yeah, just be like, Varos, I mean, just do what you do in real life. Varos is dumb, and then punch the fake me. <laughs> I wouldn't punch you, though, unless you deserved it. I mean, punch me in the arm sometimes. Yeah, but it's not like a real punch. It's not like it would hurt anyways. <laughs> what are you talking about? The big, big evil, big strong. Yeah, but I'm more like magic, and uh, I'm not like Shadow, who is like, I'm gonna punch you, and then their face cracks. That does happen. <laughs> I've, yeah, I yes. remember the sound of um, it. It's really weird. But yeah, just know that we're always here, and that the the head the head me is not the real me. Head me is is stupid. Similar to him, it did start out as not really knowing what things are going to be, but things have changed for all of us, and I think for the better. I've never really had the chance to feel anything like this before. And I think it's nice. Meeting both of you has changed a lot in me. And it's a lot to comprehend, especially in the last five to six days, when your life beforehand was so much different. I guess... What I'm trying to say is is that seeing you go through those things, I know that you saw visions of what we were. And no matter what we try to tell you, that wasn't us. It's going to be ultimately up to you. But I would never actively go out of my way to make you feel like that. That's really kind of you to say. I'll remember that, because, like, I want you guys to know that you guys are literally my entire life, and I couldn't imagine what would happen if everybody in my life suddenly just turned on me. Because, I mean, like, you guys are literally my whole life. So, thanks for sticking around and 
making sure I'm okay. It's been a weird six days. I don't even think it's been a week yet, huh? No, that'd be tomorrow, I think. I don't think so. I think no. weeks are like 10 days here. Right? Oh, you're right. Correct. Yeah, weeks are uh, 10 fuck. days. Fuck! Yeah. Yeah, we oh. still got four days. Oh, shit! Four days for a whole week. Oh, here. shit. Yeah. I really <laughs> hope that life isn't just a series of having to fight people all the time. Are there times where you don't have to fight people? Val just kind of throws up his arms and looks around. Well, today isn't over yet. Literally right now. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you consider me fighting the hero, then, I mean, technically... True, but you chose that. Okay, that's fair. In fact, you wrote that. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, you're right. It's just, I would like there to be more times when we're not fighting. I mean, honestly, don't about you guys, I didn't fight all that much. I mean, a couple of tavern brawls. I punched a rock a lot. Uh, <laughs> you did what? The the pedestal. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I didn't uh, really mm. fight many people. <laughs> I just punched a rock. <laughs> I mean, you did liquefy somebody. I did watch that happen. Oh, yeah, yeah that was the same I, day. And then I'd look down at my arms and just I. Uh, um, I gotta redo your paint. Oh, oh shit! I, Some of the paint is messed up. There's still a lot of like the lines that are still there, yeah. but yeah, it definitely needs a retouch. Yeah, I mean, until both I hear it, I. I mean, I just kind of wandered. I didn't really fight a lot of people. So I it comes in waves, I guess. You're a wandering man. Fought a lot of yeah, people. like that. You fought a lot of people. A lot of people. Did you win? Yes. <laughs> Good. Well, I mean, you're here, so I guess. Holy shit. <laughs> I, I just watched Josh's face as he said that, and like visions of like damnation. <laughs> it's just the zoom in on the dog that has like the yeah. cupcake held in front of it. Yes. <laughs> jo- Shadow just like staring into oblivion. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you're here, so obviously you did, but um, now you get to fight people because they're being mean i don't i don't care who you were before i like who you are now i mean i guess i probably should care but it's hard to comprehend a time before it was alive <sighs> oh oh it's no okay we're both still coming to grips with that with what being who we were before who we currently are Oh. Yes, yes, I changed you both. I know, I'm pretty great. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you, 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 I, I kid, I kid. I am... I am different, too. I have... Uh, connections now? Which is a weird thing that I've never had. Um, I mean, that's not true. I, had, I mean, I was kind of connected to my mom, but there was never really, like, a true connection there. Um, and my dad fucking sucked. Uh, so nothing, apparently, nothing there either. Parent, the only relationships that I've heard of people having with their parents has been bad, and evidently my parents? Not so good either? I, I mean, my relationship with my mom was fine. I'm, honestly, I'm the one who kind of fucked that up. But oh. um, But you're here. I am, yeah, no, and I'm, I'm pleased as punch. Uh, she comes in and she wraps her arms or attempts to wrap her arms around the both of you and says, thank you for being my friend. Val gives you like, he looks around not knowing what to do and just kind of gives you a little she tap She grabs your back. arm and wraps it around her and says, oh, come on. And he gives you a little tap on the shoulder. <laughs> I just encompass both of you. Yeah. just. Oh, this is. You're oh. in this hug now. <laughs> You're in this hug. You have to accept this it. This is scary. 
the most terrifying thing Val has ever experienced. Ever experienced. <laughs> Emotion. Intimacy. You have, you have to understand that we like you as a friend and we love having you around. I appreciate that. Thank you. You should. Hug. Hug. Pat, pat, and then pat, walks, walks pat, away. Pat. You all finish your hug. You separate out and you continue on with the the festivities of the night. Uh, Shadow. Oh, Over oh. the course Uh-oh. of the night, eventually, you find, um, you find Greya. Okay. <sighs> Greya comes up to you and she, you know, pulls you aside and she leads you out into the garden. As she does so, um, you can see that there have been a few different plants that have been planted in the planters here. Her hands, obviously, never unmoving. She turns to you and she speaks up and she says, I know you didn't kill him. And for better or for worse, that decision is made. Mm -hmm. I am not mad at you. Don't get me wrong, but I have a very specific question of you. Why didn't you? After all we've talked about, knowing where you come from, I didn't think that killing would be such a difficult thing for you. I think for the first time, I... I want to say that I was... I wanted to follow orders. They came from you. And then the moment they came from her, quite literally, and I... I I don't know if I want to keep being this way. I can't keep putting other people's lives in danger just because I exist around them. She kind of like looks up towards you with this this almost kind of like it's almost full of frustration but almost understanding at the same time. There's this conflicting moment that you see in her eyes where she's trying to discern what the correct response to this is. Mm-hmm. Um, she's obviously having a difficult time, right? Um, however, she is going to respond with a very kind of shallow breath, and then uh, moving into just perhaps my malice has become clouding over my life. Perhaps it was correct for you to not kill him. Perhaps in these moments your heart is kinder than mine. Perhaps I could learn some patience from you. I want you to know that when I held him, I could feel his pulse in my hands. And it took everything for me not to just crush him and crush his throat. And 
and I'm sorry. She kind of sits there, and she looks over towards um, towards all the plants in the planters. Um, some of them having different little markings of flowers and vegetables. Um, she looks at them and she says, Well, perhaps it's time for us all to move on, to start new things, to grow new plants to grow new relationships rather than hold on to the ones that we've been despising for so long. She turns back to you and she says, I think in time I will thank you. I don't know if I would now, but I think there's a part of me that knows that in time I would. I'd uh, reach out a hand to hers. Um, seeing if she puts her hand out at all. Sure. She kind of like confusedly turns her head and she offers it towards you. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for giving Arno something to look forward to. Thank you for giving him a friend to be true to. Of course. Of course. And remember, please, don't tell him. Understood. Yes. I... Yes. And then I'd like grip her hand a little bit Mm -hmm. and then pull it back. She says to you, all right, no more dramatics. Let's go back inside. Yes. And then you'd like pat his thighs and then like get up. Yeah. You do so. You enter back inside and the festivities continue. No more dramatics. It's (laughs) playtime. Is the play going on right now? No. Okay. It's going to be after, I guess, dinner, unless everybody's like... Well, when's dinner? I don't know. I don't know. It's your party. Right now. I just looked at the clock. It's dinner time. It's dinner time. Whoa. Dinner unlocked. (laughs) You all sit down at the table, every single one of you sitting with uh, your friends next to you. There is food laced across the table. You see pies. You see... Uh, mantranti, you see the different types of uh, of different like cooked meats, you diff- see different types of vegetable dishes, all of these different things that are there together. Uh, you start digging in, all of the kids just start piling food into their mouths. Uh, all of you may be a little bit more patient with your food. No, her? No. Her says very specifically no. <laughs> this is like <laughs> the patient. sixth meal I've yeah. ever had and it's great. Yes, it is incredible. You look at all the different <laughs> things, you get full halfway through and you're like how am I supposed to eat the rest of this I don't have enough stomach space and you get frustrated because you can't taste it all she's just like I'll just take little bites I'll just take little bites of everything the mantranti is very very good by the way she Um, probably takes like a big spoon of that yeah I don't know what it is but it sounds good yeah it's a specific thing that Orion makes yes 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 um 
Uh, I would help serving things just because I don't necessarily eat any of this. So Um, you're like ferrying food between the kids' table and the adults' table because there's mm -hmm. still that coffee table in the living room that all the kids are sitting at. And so you're like ferrying the food between the two places to hand off to people. Oh, wait. Me and Orion are sitting at the kids' table running over lines with people. Okay. Sounds good. That's good enough. You both Um, are kind of sitting there at the the kids' table, much too tall. You're sitting on the floor so that you reach everybody's same height. mm -hmm. Yeah. Good. I uh, <laughs> at a certain point while everybody's preoccupied, right? Um, I would make a plate and have the the, the pile of bolts in my hand, but yeah. I'd make a plate and I'd go outside to the garden, yeah, and I'd set it out there, yeah, and um, like look around, sure, a little bit one last time, and then like uh, just kind of nod with the intent that. You know how, like, there's like that one spot that was saved or saved away um, for what's his name's daughter. For guys' daughter. Yeah, this yeah. would be for like my brother. Yeah, sure. Um, Those so, we lost. Yeah. yeah. Or but set outside and then mm-hmm. just kind of like look around and then just nod and then kind of return back in and then mm-hmm. just picking from the pile of bolts and then just like putting one in my mouth and just like creaking just like <laughs> is this something that I'd even like and just like no. oh god okay well, you can't spit taste it out. anything you, yeah you? put one in your mouth you like find a time to like turn to the side you spit it in your bag yep. and then you just slowly <laughs> just mm. Mm. good bolts oh my god we need to leave a spot for 867 oh he's he's here he's not alive <laughs> well he's just sleeping yeah for how long until we can fix him yeah how long is that going to be? I don't know. We got to find somebody. I mean, maybe we got to take a trip somewhere. What? Levitica? They've got the stuff, right? They should. They didn't mm-hmm. for me. Um, or maybe another, even something closer. Maybe another embassy would have the tools. We should probably not visit an embassy. Yeah, we hate embassies. Why do we hate embassies? Um, well, the one here in town blew up. Oh. Oh, right. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you actually got, if you guys actually heard about that Sorry, yet. what? I was in... Were you in it? Mm-hmm. What? Yes. So you blew up. Is that... Oh, is that why Mimi was all... Mimi was injured because of my superior officer. Your superior officer hurt Mimi? Yes. He has to die. Well, um, I don't care who he is. No, no one I, I, I know. I like I, it. I'm the big bad evil guy. He's got to go. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he didn't do it on purpose, and I'm not trying to defend him, but he didn't do it with the express intent that he saw her and thought it was her. He thought it was someone else. Is she that was why caught he, in the crossfire. Is that why he's not invited to Hobstein? My officer. Yeah. Among other reasons. But yes, that is definitely one of them. What's it like being caught in an explosion? Yeah, what's that like? Hot. Okay. Um, Confusing. Okay. And you try to hold and protect anything that you would value. To try and protect it. Yeah. (gasps) <gasps> Wait, did I tell you guys that I reversed time for like 20 minutes? Yeah, you just kept when going back that? and back and back. Yeah, we kept going back and forth the whole time. And Arsenio was so mad and I was just like, ha ha, you can't get out of a time loop. So that's what that was. 
Well, what was? When we were up finding you in the tower, we kept hearing noises and yelling and all of that. Oh, yeah, I was screaming at us anyway. Oh, flipping time back and then yeah. flipping it back again. Because he kept casting teleport and then we go back and then I'd be like, we're not staying here. And then we turn back in time and then he cast teleport and then we go back and then I'd be like, we're going to keep doing this until you stop. And then he didn't. Can well, he did eventually stop. Yeah, but you know he wouldn't have stopped of his own volition. No, 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 no. Can you control that <laughs> at will? No. Oh. <laughs> no. You just see like this like horrified look of like, oh God. Oh God. If go I could over control it, I would go back in time so I could eat all this food again, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, Val's just enjoying all right. uh, weirdly. Okay. So I will <laughs> do the last I will do enjoy <laughs> things. I'm gonna do this last scenario here. Um all right. So Give me just one moment to pull up this last one. Boss music. (laughs) (laughs) Her. Uh, Mimi comes up to you, and she tugs at your skirt, trying to get your attention. She looks up at you, and she says, Hello there, sweet one. Um, I just wanted to thank you for healing me. Uh, I I know you didn't have to, um, but just being able to be here with you and your friends and all my family to celebrate... um, I've never been more grateful. Uh, you're a kind soul, same as your friends. She sits down, <clears throat> so she's at least a little more eye level with Mimi, and she says, of course I had to. You're my friend, and I wouldn't want to spend Harvest Tide without you, and I'm sorry that you got caught up in the explosion and everything else that wasn't cool. I know, I just... I haven't earned it or anything like that, so I just really appreciate you. You stop that. It's not about earning. We love you. I couldn't imagine a world without you here. That's not something. That's not something you earn. It's something you have because my friendship comes without conditions. It's not a contract to be signed. You're very sweet. You're very sweet. And she hugs her. (laughs) (laughs) She hugs you back, and she uh, (laughs) she very distinctly uh, steps to the side after you hug her, and she says, "Okay, sweetheart." Uh, go, go get some pie. Um, I, I, I made some, and I saved it just for you. Um, hmm. Seems like most of it was snatched up really quickly. And she gestures you towards the pantry, where obviously she has opened the door and stashed a single pie oh, on the inside just for you. Does everybody have a second stomach for dessert? Because it feels like I have a second stomach for dessert. I think that's kind of the, yeah. Yes, we all do. <laughs> this food is, where did you learn how to cook? This food is so oh, it good. Took, it took a lot of time. Throughout all my life. I'll teach you someday if you'd like. That would be awesome. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. I will teach you. Oh, um, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but we're putting on a play after everybody eats. Oh, yes. Mooglin has been screaming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told him not to do that, but he seems very excited. He's, he's adamant. He's adamant on screaming. the hero. <laughs> yes, he's And I'm the big excited. bad guy, and Orion's in it, too, so I Would you like be it. so kind as to make sure that the sword can't splinter any of the other kids? Oh, we made sure it was really okay, dull. great, thank you. It's only going to be aimed at me, anyways. Okay, good. Well, I don't well, want you to get the knee splinters, either. The knee I... splinters? <laughs> Did you say any splinters no. or the knee? Oh, splinters or knee splinters. I heard knee splinters. Any, any splinters. Oh, God. You mean I've been beat up 
a couple times in my life, which has only been about six days, truthfully. So, I'll be okay. I think taking a point of a point of damage. Wait, she wouldn't say that. I think <laughs> getting some splinters probably would be the least of my worries. It'll make it even more real. Wow, you are dedicated to the part. Of course. <laughs> dedicated to the crab. I'm a thespian. <laughs> I don't think you've ever learned that word before, so I don't but know. But I you know, know it somehow. <laughs> I know I have twenty intelligence. I yes, know very things. Very true, very true. You grab the pie, Mimi returns back to her kids, dealing with all of them, wrangling them up to get them to finish their food so they actually do the play. Yeah. Uh, and it continues on. The play starts. Every Hold on. Play. Oh, yes. Unlocked. Play. Unlocked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you start doing this play. Do you want to give me a description of how the play goes? Yeah. So think of it as like a cross between Kung Fu Panda and Super Mario. Oh, no. Where what? there's yes. a hero who yes. is like the underdog. Yeah. And he really wants to be a hero. And on the day of a festival, the princess is captured. And all of the like supposed heroes of the city are like, what are we going to do? And the hero is like, I know what we're going to do. I know where the bad guy took her. And so this ragtag group of heroes goes and like fights some monsters along the way and climbs up a mountain. And at the top of the mountain, there's a big evil castle where the big bad evil guy is. And the big bad evil guy has some henchmen that they have to fight. And then mm -hmm. they meet the big bad evil guy. And the big bad evil guy is like, I'm not really a person. I'm a dragon. Oh, and it oh goes, no. and oh the my. kids have to fight her, and eventually, <laughs> and she just flapping her arms like a big dragon. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and eventually, eventually, all the heroes get knocked out. But then the princess comes in and deals the final blow to the big bad evil guy, and the princess saves everybody. At the end. Wow. Nice. Plot twist. Very nice. And everybody nice. has to pretend to be dead or down, <laughs> and everybody takes it very seriously. Yes, <laughs> very much so. Yes. You all watch this as the entirety of this play plays out in front of you. It is a glorious sight. Mooglin skips a lot of lines. <laughs> you can tell. You can tell. Like, there's only is one moment where, like, the plot just makes no sense, and he just goes, yeah! <laughs> he just keeps moving forward. It goes from Orion being kidnapped to already at the top of the mountain. <laughs> yes. Yes. We work it. We work it out, you know. There's, like, her pretending to do some time magic, and, like, he calls for a line a couple times, and she's just like, it's okay. Here's your line. Yes, yes. <laughs> The play goes forward. It is a joy for one day. It is cute and lovely. Um, you have an absolute blast setting up all the chairs. They they set up the table. They like tilt it on its side to become the castle, right? And <laughs> it is it is glorious. Uh, a joy to behold. Orion has to go on his knees to look shorter than me. Yes, yes, he does. Oh my god. Yeah. It is it is absolutely joyful. Um, Val, roll me a perception check. Oh, that's pretty good. Sixteen. Wow. Plus six, 22. Right. You see, during the entire time that Orion is here, uh, as he is portraying this lovely princess, um, he is like looking out into the crowd and like, like maybe like five or six times, he like locks eyes with you and this giant smile just like rolls across his face. Val smiles back. Um, okay, the play ends and you are all having a joyous time. Uh, and we take a bow. You take a bow. You do so, everybody claps. There is an incredible applause. Good Foley work. Good Foley work. Play within a play. Very Shakespeare of us. Yes. And everybody truly enjoys it. 
they all go back to festivities that they have. And uh, yeah, it is definitely an incredible time. However, you all do notice that throughout the entirety of this day, you haven't really seen Arno around very much. Mm. Buddy. Can I look for him? Uh, yeah. You all find Arno, three of you, sitting on the front porch. Horns still cracked and holding an entire pie in his hands. <laughs> you see Me now, too, actually, who may have stolen some of the pies. <laughs> it was you. Staff leaned up against the railing, staring off down the street. His slumped posture betrays his emotions before you even see his face, which, after you see it, holds a somber understanding of the stark contrast between yesterday's events and today's. Arno looks at all of you, distant in expression, and he says, Oh, uh, hello. N- nice party. I-, I hope you're all enjoying it. Um, yeah, it's all right. Did you like the show? I... <laughs> uh, I think I forgot to go inside. It's okay. I'll they can you. do it again. I'll, yeah, we can do it again. <laughs> I can also let you look at the script. That'd be lovely. Yes, I'd like that. She holds up a notebook. She, he grabs it from you and he starts kind of like looking through it. And he, it looks like he's like trying really hard to focus, but his mind is somewhere else. She leans up against him and puts her head on his arm. Yeah. Yeah. He says, I know this is wonderful and all, but... I can't help feel like there's someone who has fallen through the cracks. In sitting in there, hearing all the joy, all I could think about was Celine. And how lonely yesterday must have made her feel. She lost her daughter a second time, of course, at no fault to you, her. And she lost her husband, and now she has to face a new world, all alone with a child on the way. After all that we have lost, regained, reshaped, and much more, I can't help but feel like these old holes in our hearts will never be filled. Hmm. I grab this from the kitchen, and he gestures at the pie, but I'm not sure I have the confidence to bring it to her. My heart aches for her to be happy, but I don't even know if my attempting to help her would bring her any solace. What? What are you talking about? If you were alone on a holiday and someone came to you with a pie, would you be upset? If they were a reminder of times when my daughter was there, and if they were a reminder of my jailed husband, possibly. We can't let what happened stop us from repairing things. Because I think the worst thing to be right now would be alone. But does it do more harm than it does good? There are going to be holes that you can't fix. But that doesn't mean that we can't at least help repair or prevent new holes from being made. Because I can't be her daughter, but that doesn't mean that I can't be her friend again. And that doesn't mean that you can't help her when she needs it too. You know she still loves you. He looks down 
this somber expression on his face. A heavy sigh, just... He looks up at both you, Shadow, and Val, and then once again back to her. And he just says, Would you all, um, come with me? Sure. Yes. I mean, if you weren't going to ask, I was going to offer. What if we brought her here and we did the play again? I don't know if she's up to that yet. I think especially seeing kids might make her less excited. I think she needs a little bit of time, maybe with some calmer company. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, then I should not go. I I should also not go. (laughs) If you'd excuse me, I'd I'd like to tell Orion what we're doing before we set out. Just so at least someone knows that we're not here. All right, that's fair. Should we bring Orion with us? I think there probably needs to be at least someone to watch over. Yeah, I don't think more. Greya can handle We're the calling Orion the adult here. Out of anyone that could maybe handle anything if anything were to happen. Caius? <laughs> uh, come on. I forget that he is here. <laughs> yes. He is the captain of the guard. Um, then I would uh, excuse myself and go to Caius. Okay. <laughs> not, <laughs> not even the law can stop children. Caius is, Caius is there. Uh, yeah. and, he, and, and he's uh, just being dragged around by a bunch of different kids. You see one of them just snap a box off of his belt and start throwing cards all over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> He's like, wait, no. <laughs> I need this. I, uh, I would just look at him and, <laughs> um, I see that you're in the midst of something. Um, yeah. Um, and he starts, like, yanking on a child. There's, like, two of them hanging off of his right arm. <laughs> we, uh, we're gonna go make a visit to S- Celine. Um, oh, to make sure that she's okay. And, well, that's uh, uh, that's kind of you. See if she might join us. If she doesn't, then at least we'll have brought her maybe a pie. So I wanted to let you know, in case you wondered where we were. Be gentle, but yeah, I think that's a that's a kind idea. We'll be back. Very well. Um, you exit back out the front door. Mm-hmm. Orion stands up and asks, Shadow, would you be okay with holding the pie? I It's hard for me to walk with staff and pie. Oh, you mean Arno? You said uh, Orion. Oh, did I? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Arno, Arno says that to you. I was like, Orion's yeah. us. Yeah, Orion's going. <laughs> no, he, um, he, of, of course. Yeah. And then I'd take it. As we're walking, uh, Val just kind of says, So I'm sorry... I want to apologize. Um, I my desire to talk shit got you hurt. As soon as I saw Villavar, I should have just thrown a card and just gone in. Uh, what happened? Villavar and his thugs showed up at the monster with. I know I was there. Yeah, when Villavar showed up, I should have just jumped on him. I shouldn't have waited to see what he was going to do. I should have just. Um, I don't know if violence should be our first answer, honestly. I mean, maybe, but Arnold would be in much better shape if I had just beat him up. While investigating, like, checking to see what kind of pie this is. Yeah. Can I I put metal shavings in it. Can I? (laughs) No. Well, can I check for traps? On the pie. Yeah, investigate. Okay. Investigation. 
Uh, Ooh, not bad. 15 plus two, 17. 17, that's pretty 17. good. 17. You, like, look at this pie. I know he's, like, it. somber. You but, like, shake it a little bit. You hear, like, you know, like, the, the like, clay, like, tin that it's in. Mm -hmm. Not, like, you can't have a clay tin, Alan. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's, a, there's a little... <laughs> that took my brain a second to register. Yeah, you, there's like a little clay pan that it's in, right? Uh, you shake it around a little bit. You kind of s like pull up the edge of the pie. You don't see anything. Okay. Um, you kind of look in. Um, you don't see any like you know marks where something might have been put into it. You sure. are pretty sure this is a normal pie I that Mimi sure. made. <laughs> yeah, you just stick your whole hand in the pie, <laughs> rummage around. Nothing in here. Pie, pie, yes. pie. It's now just like a it's a, it's like a pie soup instead. <laughs> no, no I'm, I'm kidding. Do you don't actually do that. Yeah. No, with the seventeen, you don't have to do anything more to okay. discern that there are no traps on this pie. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, Arno says to you, Val. He says, um, I don't think that. Um, <laughs> I don't think that worrying about things like what-ifs will ever be a constructive way to move forward. I agree that it would have changed things, but also, um, were we sure? Only in hindsight could we know what he've done, he would have done. Plus, there were no legal repercussions, so, you know. That's, okay. Pros yes. and cons. Pros and cons. You want right. somebody to shoot right. first, right? You do. Because then it's self-defense. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if, murder. if you had gone first, then you would have been the bad guy. <laughs> That's true. Oh, so Arno, you have like the tiefling version of an eye patch, and that's like really cool. True. You look that's like true. badass. You're right. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. It means maybe you're I'll get tough. A, maybe I'll get like a metal one installed on the top <gasps> of it. There you go. Yes. Yeah, then I'll have a like a metal horn and a normal horn. And the other the metal horn can be whatever you want it to be. True. Very true. Within I mean, depends on how much. I will say like. it is very cold. Like the like the inside of my horn yeah, can now it, feel I'm sure Valros yep, is actually yep, probably it took, it took a while to get used yes, to that. Yeah, it's very, very odd. That's why that's why I, headband. Yes, that's why I started the headband. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Do we know what happens to old bits of horn? I mean, it's just like a, a bunch of keratin, so like it's not like very. I mean, it's just like a nail, right? It's I, just a strong. I didn't know if they were like used as parts of spells, if they were like coveted as like a yeah, tiefling horn thing. You or... wouldn't know okay. about spells or anything like that. Um, tiefling, you you know for a, uh, a fact though that the people here um, would have definitely like decorating your horns was a very specific thing that many tieflings in Ebonvale did okay. as a, like a, a symbol of like personality and things like that. So it is a little weird. Um, and maybe, um, almost like disheartening for Arno. Cause you remember like his horns are decorated mm -hmm. and now that he only has the one, it's like half of him doesn't have any decoration spots, which is a little weird. Sure. Yeah. But no, I'll have a cool one. A glass one would be pretty cool. Oh, that would be cool. Or like heavy, a gem. But yes. yes. You could get like a gem cut one. Incredibly heavy. Yeah. <laughs> get a gold one. <laughs> or silver. You could cast some enchantment on it to make it lighter. Oh, very true. Yeah, you're, you're right. Perhaps we should take a look at that. Um, <laughs> eventually, you are able to make your way to the Guildengard estate. You are standing in front. Arno laughs joyously at the last joke you made. He turns to the front door... <laughs> And his face goes blank. I was gonna say her like stops dead. She stares at it. Uncomfortable. <sighs> he reaches out his uh his hand for you, her. She takes it. 
with both our hands. Uh, Valoros steps back. Okay. He just kind of leans against the wall and watches. This time I actually do have a delivery. <laughs> hmm. I don't know about that, but... He reaches out his staff and he... Dum, 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 raps on the door. You hear, over time, somber trudging that comes out and meets you at the door. She opens it very, very slowly, Celine does. You see a almost gaunt face. Celine looks through the crack in the door with extreme trepidation, no longer just opening the door feet wide. She still wears those same laurels on her hair, but it looks like she has cried every tear that she can. She is exhausted and tired. I just say... uh, And she just walks up and hugs her. We brought you pie. You walk in to try and hug her, and she instinctively opens the door for you. Mm -hmm. She receives a hug from you, and this... This woman cries more tears. Oh, God. As no. you, you hug her, and she is just like these slow rolls going down her face. And you all step inside for the sake of brevity. You sit down. She goes, and she stands up, and she says, let me get you all tea. No, please, no, please, no. You <laughs> Can we get you tea? She looks up at you as she starts to get up. You two watch as her stands up to go get tea, and it is eerily reminiscent of the time that Arsenio told Celine to sit down when she offered to get you tea the first time you came in. Hmm. Hmm. She pops her head back out and says, actually, I don't know how to make tea. I, <laughs> help. I'll help you, Anno says. And he he comes over and he starts assisting with tea. Yeah. Val's not sitting. He's leaning against one of the bookshelves okay. in the living room. Uh, You're the, so edgy. The, the pie is it's not set, an edgy thing. The, oh. the pie is set in the center of the table. Um, plates are gotten. Pie is dished out. Um, ultimately, you all sit there. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's quiet. Sometimes there's a little bit of conversation, but there's always warmth. It's warmer than when you weren't here. There's kindness. There's patience. There's a play read-through. There's a play (laughs) (laughs) read-through. And over the course of the night, you all spend time with Celine, slowly piecing together what conversation and comfort and compassion you can. All of you having spent time in this house with varying emotions, so much being confusing and different. Just for one night, you all try and repair these pieces that have been broken. The night moves on. The moon peers over the city and the first day of Marpanoth comes to an end. Thank you.
The LAS Podcast Network is an independent network of local creators based in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. For more, visit LASPodcastNetwork.com. LAS.